0: The other day, I did a podcast talking about how I won the $1.2 billion lottery, lottery Powerball. And funny enough, sure enough, I won the Powerball and one other number. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, one of the tickets I purchased had the Powerball number, as well as one of the other, I believe, five numbers. So, the grand total winnings from that particular ticket, which was a two dollar investment, was a four dollar return by getting the powerball number and one other number uh, crazy. so did I speak that into existence? I won the powerball. I did, in fact win the powerball number, but not the one point two billion dollars it 's now up to one point six billion and Someone may win it tomorrow night. It's Friday now. The drawing is Saturday night. So someone may be the winner. And who knows? Maybe there's one or two others. Maybe three winners. I wouldn't be so greedy as to say I need the 1.6 billion. I'd be happy to split it with two other people. A third of that. Sounds fair. Right? So it's a fun little exercise to get back into what we were great at when we were children, which is imagination, using your imagination, imagining what if. What would I do if I looked at the ticket and said, wait a second, I got the Powerball number, okay, and I got, okay, the first number, the second number, the third number, the fourth number, the fifth number, holy crap, I am the winner of $1.6 billion dollars before taxes (laughs) and what would that feel like? What would I do? How would I, instead of becoming a debaucherous recluse how would I go about blessing this world, making a difference, making an impact, a positive impact, right? And I talked about some of the more intricate details in the podcast a couple days ago, but, you know, you wouldn't want to be a burden, right? It would be a terrible thing to gift someone a million dollars. That would be enough to ruin their life. Whoa, Tom, how can you say that? Well, think about it. Sports teams, NFL, NBA, in particular, let's talk about those two teams. When they take people who are college athletes and they are selected for the professional National Football League or National Basketball Association, they're given a large, you know, if they're in the first round pick, they're given a large amount of signing bonus sum as well as a pretty significant annual income, right? But what they do is also put those people into some education about, financial literacy, how to protect your wealth, how to grow your wealth. And the irony is, I don't know the exact percentages, but they are very bleak as far as once the NBA athlete is done with their career, it's an extremely high percentage of them that are in very dire financial straits shortly thereafter their retirement and the same thing applies to the NFL athletes. Why is that? Right? And we talked about in the last podcast about lottery winners, right? That's one thing to be a lottery winner and win it. But in the NFL and in the NBA, they actually put those players into financial literacy education. And they actually teach them from some of the best minds in the world of how to protect and grow their wealth. Yet even with that financial education, the percentages are ridiculously high of how many of those former athletes get into terrible financial times shortly after they retire. And it's kind of like you can't teach an old dog new trick, but it's also the belief, right? The belief of what they feel possible, what they feel worthy of. And you hear this a lot with musicians and a lot with actors and actresses. Like, why me? You know, how come I got this and am blessed the way I am, and yet others with the same or more talent than me are are struggling and starving? Right? There's that aspect. But there's also the uh, NBA and NFL comes with the, the posse aspects, like taking care of all... Friends and family members, and, and the, you know, the widespread reach, and everybody becomes your friend and family member when you come into that new contract. And to have that discipline, to have that steadfastness, knowing that you're going to be proposition for money here and there and everywhere from everybody who ever crossed paths with you, in many cases, um, and it's to protect your best interests. You want to help as many people as possible but you have to take care of yourself so that you don't become a statistic and end up like this the very high percentage of, of players that end up broke a few years after they retire. Right? So you have to have that stability that wherewithal that know-how that moat around your protected assets and be very diligent in how and where you invest it and not waste it and it's much easier said than done um there's there's one basketball player who wrote a book uh with a friend of mine actually and he's like yeah in that book he's like the basketball player said how can you know people looking in from the outside how can a basketball player earn 25 million, 50 million, even a hundred million dollars and be broke in a few years after they retire. And his response was, it's actually not that hard to do. You'd probably be just as good at it as everybody else is. It's literally simple to do (laughs) while uh, taking care of everybody else to take your eye off of protecting and growing your wealth. Instead of it being a continual outflow to everybody, family, friends, community, etc. Right? So, anyhow, that's the one side. But back to, imagine if, what if you had that winning ticket of the $1.6 trillion, Even if it was split with two or, or three other people. Still, a significant sum that you now step into a whole different set of problems and and with these new problems you are unconsciously incompetent you don't even know what you don't know and then you'll bring in some experts and bring in some some uh, team members to guide you and then you'll be like holy crap I didn't know that now I know it now I know what I don't know and then you'll get a little better you'll work on your your mindset and you'll work on your Studying of how and what to do with all this wealth and then you'll become consciously competent. And uh, chances are good you will make some huge mistakes, learn some very costly lessons, but with the large amounts of sum that you'll have even after tax, you'd have to really try hard to screw it up. But... You know, I talked about some of those things in the other one, but this would be a fun exercise. Just sit down with a piece of paper and a pen, and say, "What if? What if I were to come into the 1.6 trillion, 1.6 billion dollars, and let's just say, even if it's split, let's just say you're going to have between five to seven hundred million dollars after taxes." What would you do? What, what would be some steps you would take? And think about it in a strategic way and in a stuff way. Like you'll have enough resources to get some stuff. What stuff would you get? Cars, houses, boats, planes, you know, stuff is available. What stuff would you want? What stuff wouldn't you want? If you could live anywhere, where would you want to live? How would you want to live? And let's just say you wanted to live in a couple places, two, three, four places. Where would those four places be around the world? What, what type of home would you look at if money weren't an object? Because the real deal is do you need a castle? Do you need a 20,000 square foot home? Do you need, you know, everyone has different tastes. What are your tastes? What would you do if money weren't an object? Where would you go? Who would you bring along with you? Who would you (laughs) not speak to again? (laughs) Your phone would, uh, you would have barriers up to where those people wouldn't be able to reach you no matter what. Who would be the ones you'd take with you? What adventures would you go on? What fun would you Take those friends and families, family members. What, what adventures would you do together? What blessing would you surprise people with? What way of showing gratitude would you gift to certain individuals? Let your run, imagination run wild. As we grow older, we were trained to stop being, being a dreamer. Like being a dreamer, how bad it was. Oh, he's just daydreaming. Oh, he's just a dreamer. When we were kids, our imaginations ran wild. Be a kid again. Let your imagination run wild. And have fun with this. It's it's just a fun exercise. And, and I'm, I don't even have to say it, but anyone who thinks... That they're going to be the winner of the $1.6 billion uh, with, and, and they'll, they'll bet their, you know, th- their life on it uh, is not a smart bet. Right? The odds are not stacked in your favor, but that doesn't prevent you from using your imagination and having some fun, joking around and, and in a serious yet joking manner like here's what I would do. Here's who I would bless. Who, look, write down a list. Here's the people that I'm appreciative of. And I would bless in a unique individual way each of these people. Who are those people for you? Write those down. And for fun, you know, write down the people that, you know what, I really don't want to talk to these people anymore. For some, that may be a boss. That may be some coworkers. Right. Uh, It's different for everybody. It may be certain family member or friends. But in this fun thing of using your imagination, letting it run wild, guess what you're also doing? You're identifying the people that you're grateful for, the people you would want to bless because they've blessed you. And you're also identifying people that are more of an energy vampire to you. They're sucking your energy. Well, if you would cut them out, if you won $1.6 billion, maybe you might want to minimize time with them now, <laughs> right? If they're, if they're energy vampires and not contributing value, uh, go where you're appreciated, not tolerated. If you're tolerating these people, stop, put, stop torturing yourself, right? And hopefully that's not a large list. Hopefully it's a very small list, but that, that puts your mind in the proper frame who you're grateful for and how you would bless these people and also who uh, you know is not getting you in the most optimal state maybe choose to to not spend so much time or energy with them alright so yes just let your imagination run wild and try this simple process and see what epiphanies you have. It can be fun. And in the meantime, I'm going to follow my own advice and do the same thing. Let my imagination run wild. Make today great. Talk with you soon. Bye for now.